Hello, and welcome to Franchise Surprise, a franchise movie podcast. The only podcast where it'll make you want to slap your mama. Uh, this week we're talking, we're wrapping up the Friday trilogy with Friday After Next. I'm Nick Lathan. I'm Rip Camelucci. And I'm Peyton Lynch. And I'm what is that famous, what is that famous quote about like a, the end of the world won't be... Uh, it won't go out with a bang. But It'll be a little shutter. So, yeah. <laughs> Boy, oy, oy. Man. I, I, uh, I would just like to apologize on many fronts for, uh, you know, I felt like, like, oh man, those first two movies, even if the last one's like a stinker, like, oh, this will have been worth it. And it's like, this was really bad. Like, not even in the ways that we were anticipating of this not aging well uh due to all sorts of of cultural factors um but this was also just not a movie this was like a series of vignettes yeah it was um it was weird i i, I was thinking about this today yesterday leading up to this recording cuz i watched it sunday recording on tuesday and I, my theory is that so this is released by new line cinemas the mm-hmm. house freddy built and during this time, they were dealing with a uh, a financial gamble, if you will, and I feel like the suits up at New Line were very worried about whether or not the Lord of the Rings trilogy they spent so much money on <laughs> would be. They're like, yeah, fucking let let them do what they want to do. We don't give. We a, don't have like, time we're, to give Ice Cube notes about character development <laughs> or plot. We, we're over here trying to figure out how the fuck to explain what a Urukai is. Like we're just. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure like out how that's different from a normal orc. <laughs> Man flesh. When are we going to talk about those movies? Let's do it next week. All, <laughs> all six all of once. them. Yeah. All six. Yeah. The, the I, I don't know. Oh, gosh. Rip, did I send you the TikTok of somebody watching all nine Fast and Furious at the yes, same time? <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, man. But yeah. Um, so, so New Line released this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a cube. It was a cube vision production. Cube vision. I had to look vision. up because the logo made me laugh, and I had to look look up all their productions. And yeah, it's all of his movies. Were yeah, it's just cube vision. his yeah. stuff. That's it. <laughs> um, there were no notes given, like in the in in not in a oh oh these notes we would push back upon. No no no, these are notes that would be additive. Um, geez, a whiz. So so how did this do for New Line, Nick? Uh, well. Right, and and for the record, out, this is Peyton and I's first time seeing this movie. Uh, this is my probably second or third sure. time seeing it. I know yeah. the two quotes in this movie that made me laugh the first time. Guess or maybe laugh this time. Guess what? They're the only two I remember from this movie, and the rest of it, I was just like, <laughs> "Oh, yo, yo, bad." <laughs> anyway, which is just as bad as I remember it being because I remember remember telling y'all, yeah, <laughs> this movie might be a bit problematic. And uh, guess yeah. what? That was a. Uh, an understatement. An understatement. <laughs> <laughs> to be f- all right, I'll say this for 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 the podcast as a whole. It's been a good run of not overly problematic. Sure, some of the films that we've covered have had little things here and there that have not aged well or well is a different light nowadays. But yeah, no, to, this was just uh, in, a, in a different uh, stratosphere. I don't um, think this one did very well when it came out, right? Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. It came out November 22nd, 2002. 
this came, it made the mistake of coming out the same day as a James Bond movie. Mm. Which one? Um, it came out, of course, Die Another Day, Die which another this day. is the second time this movie has come up in the past two weeks. So that means I got to watch that train wreck of a movie. <laughs> not the worst James Bond movie. People say it's the worst one. It is not. It is if you appreciate for what it is, it is just it is a bad movie, but it's a fun bad movie. What's the worst one? <laughs> um gotta be the second Pierce Brosnan one with ironically Michelle Yeoh, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. But um what is it? It's not Tomorrow Never Dies. It's um it's yeah. the one. Yeah, because yeah, no, that I think was Tomorrow the Never game... Dies is the one where the guy has the bullet in his head. He's slowly dying. No, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because Tomorrow, Tomorrow Never Dies. I had that game, and I, I, as a PlayStation kid, I did. We didn't yeah, have yeah. fucking Goldeneye, um, so I had to play Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, I'm thinking about the world is not enough. That's the that's the third Brosnan. Yeah. The second one, God, is the villain's so hokey, and like it's not even a good Bond villain. He's trying to control. The franchise rights for newspapers for the next 10 years in China or some <laughs> shit like that. And he like, he, st- the villain does the same thing that uh, two other villains did in two other James Bond movies, but it's like wrapped up in like newspaper stuff. So like they were going for this whole, who's the, f- who's the piece of shit that owns Fox news? Rupert Murdoch. He, they were, they were going for some Rupert Murdoch stuff uh-huh. with this villain. And like, it was just complicated, and the only good part is Michelle Yeoh. She's the only good part of that movie. Everything else is horrible. That and uh, James Bond does drive the car with like a cell phone. It's like a, a remote control car. It's really cool. Anyway, um, so yeah, that is the worst one in my opinion. That's how I rank them. When if we ever cover the Bonds, I will rank all of them. They they remain unchanged. Anyway, number one with the bullet, <laughs> die another day. Number two. Was another movie I saw in the theater. Dying of the Day I actually saw on pay per view. Anyway, um, number two <laughs> was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Which, oh. which guess what? It went back up to number one the following week. <laughs> uh, number number three was Friday After Next, and it's oh wow, yeah, it sank down to number six the following week. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four was the Santa Claus Two, another movie I saw in the theater. Number Same. five, Eight Mile. Still have not seen that. Really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Number six was The Ring, a movie I saw once oh. and was like, eh, it was okay. Um, everybody just made a sound like that was the That was the movie that I watched. That was the scary movie that I watched that made me realize I could watch scary movies again. That because I watched good for you. Yeah, because I watched like Chucky when I was three years old, and I was like, I can't watch scary movies. I'm too scared. And then my friend was like, Oh my god, we have to watch The Ring. It's so scary. And then I watched it, and I was like, I didn't think it was that scary. So I was like, I guess I can watch scary movies. I, I, was, I, I was the same way. <laughs> I I uh, that also was my like jump back into horror movies because I was a big Freddy cat, and uh, and and it was like. Not because it wasn't scary, but it was like it, it it got me just enough where it gave you that like little adrenaline pump. Um right. while still also just being like, oh well this is also still a movie. Mm-hmm. Um uh, uh uh and also uh you wanted to get as many of your friends to go see it so you can do the seven days call to all of your other friends. Oh yeah, that, I think that's I think that's yeah. the reason why it was so popular is because everybody just kept doing that bit. Yeah. Also, got in right under the wire for VHS. 
Yes. Um, I think the last VHS was 2007. I know we got a Blu-ray or DVD player in... You got a Blu-ray player in 2002? Yeah, dude, we got the first <laughs> one. Wow. Um, I own Sony. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, number seven was The Emperor's Club. That was another new movie. Uh, number eight was The Juggernaut. That was My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It is... Yes. People don't realize how fucking popular that movie was it was huge so is my especially because it was like an india film Mm -hmm. yeah is my life in ruins actually a sequel or no no No? it's okay no because it's not the same characters right okay i didn't i wasn't sure because i know there then there also is a a big there's my big fat greek wedding too isn't there a third one coming out yes well there we go yeah and they're gonna go to greece (gasps) oh Is it going to cross over with Mamma Mia? We should do that series. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I was getting They're going to stay at Donna's. They're going to stay at Donna's uh, villa. If that does happen, we need to do uh, Yeah, we need to do a five. It's a five movie franchise. It's the three <laughs> big big fat Greek wedding movies and Mamma Mia. And Mamma Mia, here we go again. All right. Uh, number nine was Half Past Dead. And then number 10 was Frida. That was the top 10 for this. It was the weekend. Very popular film in my Spanish class. <laughs> Ours was Spanglish. <laughs> we watched Spanglish in my Spanish class. <laughs> I guess because the Were they just like close enough? <laughs> they were like that guy's goofy. He likes Sandler. They did it because of me. Oh, that's... I kept I kept pounding Spanglish, and, I, and then after the movie was over, my we got to make that sandwich. Uh, Honestly, the best part of the movie. <laughs> oh, I man. would that came out in 2006. I was working at the movie theater. I would time out when that sandwich scene um, was happening and go and watch it as often as I could. And now you can just go on Fandango movie clips and watch it on every. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I it took it took a it took a little bit of research to find out what the budget of this movie was because Box Office Mojo did not have that information like the previous two. But it wasn't media... just whatever was like lying around. Yeah, they they shot it uh, like November to January, so they were like, "Oh yeah, Christmas is here. Let's just shoot this during the Christmas season." <laughs> Uh, that's that's I think that's according to Wikipedia. Anyway, so I got everything from all the budget information from Wikipedia. It had a budget of ten million dollars. Opening was thirteen, and it totaled it made thirty three point two million total. And that's a good return. Not a lot. It's not a lot of money to make, but it's a return. <laughs> yeah, the most successful one so far has been yeah next Friday. It was, next Friday was the yeah. most popular one. Well, it had the it had the machine behind it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's the box office info for Friday After Next. And apparently, they still have Final Friday listed as coming out. We're supposed to get a fourth one. So if that comes, we're going to have to return. We're going to have to dust off that, that. If they do do Final Friday, I know they're trying to get Chris Tucker for it. Oh. But I hope that they bring back like Regina King and like It'd be some foolish. of the really It'd be some foolish. of the yeah. Just some of the really like big names. I hope they bring back like Nia Long, like some of the big names from the first movie. I take that, and the memorable characters from the first movie. I take it back. It's not Final Friday. That's that's a that's a Friday the thirteenth movie. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's called it's Last Friday. Last Friday, Last Friday. yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And then, oh, God. (sighs) Well, technically, New Line has put out Jason movies in the past. And so we could have a Friday the 13th. Uh, Friday crossover. Oh, now it has to be Jason. It can't be Friday the 13th. It has to be Jason because of the rights thing. Yeah. I, Apparently, I was, adult Jason has different rights. So, anyway, it's a whole thing. I was going to say. Financials of it. Anyway. Yeah, if, yeah. It's, if it's last Friday, take a fucking swing and do a time travel movie with uh, fucking yeah. Craig and Smokey. Make it just it just make it fucking uh, 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 Bill and Ted. Like what hot American summer, the first day of camp. Fuck yes, yeah. <laughs> Where they all look old, but they just play like they're the same age. Oh, so Michael Showalter's bloated face. It's like a prequel. Did they do a prequel oh, to the first Friday? Well, in that case, we'll call it First Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we get Good Friday and have it be an Easter movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I think that it must have been just because there was Christmas stuff around. Because there's not really any reason for it to be Christmas in the movie. With the exception of padding it out by an extra 10 minutes uh, to have this this Santa Claus thief in there as well. Like, that had nothing to do with absolutely anything. This movie was 86 minutes and it felt like it should have been a short film. Yeah. <laughs> like, this felt like it could have been a sketch, honestly. This definitely could have been, like, remember that? Yeah, this could have been a Super Bowl reunion commercial. Yeah. You remember- <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest insult you can give to reunions. <laughs> I, I wanted to say the one positive thing. I do think the performances and... The actors are still really good in the movie. I think that's for completely different reasons in that there was no fucking script and they were all just kind of like (laughs) trying to stand out pretty much. My theory is that this was shot. Hold on. Where where did I? Okay. It just feels like they shot a bunch of footage with no real story at a couple of Ice Cube's failed investment properties, cut it all up, threw it on the floor and put a movie together in the order they picked it up in. Yeah, I don't know. It is just anyway. Um, I, and even yeah, then, I was... even then there was like it started out with some good performances. What? Okay, uh, uh, I was very excited at the beginning uh, to see that Chico's back. We got Chico uh, and Data, of course. No Roach. Um, but is I guess Chico that's fine. high? That's what I want to know because Chico was like a badass little dog in the last movie, and now yeah, he's I just like one of like stoned all the time. Now he's, he's always high. He, he yeah. wouldn't even go after Santa Claus. <laughs> he's, he is. He really related to that scene in Half Baked, where it just goes through and it puts a little rubber stamp of stoner across each of their head, and it gets to the dog, and it does it to the dang dog too. Yeah. Um, <sighs> that said, there wasn't a lot of pot in this movie. No, because the cops took it all. The cops, the cops took, it took it all from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Officer A hole and B dicks. B dicks. Wait, did they even have? They didn't even have like a scene where they got high in it, did they? They were. They uh, tried to. They oh wait, behind to. the yeah. behind the store, yeah. they uh, smoked like and Uncle got Elroy, yeah. yeah. And, but that but got just for like a second. Yeah. 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 Was uh, that the glue that was holding this franchise together? Yes. With marijuana. <laughs> yes, Nicholas. <laughs> Well, it's weird the like the like um, plot devices that they thought were important to bring back for this one that they didn't like, and some of the ones that they didn't bring back. The, yeah. the shit that killed me about like this the movie. random like love interest and, yeah. and stuff. And like we that. need to get yeah. money by the end of the day. 
Yeah, yeah. The shit that killed me about this movie is like, they go to lunch, those guys show up and beat the shit out of the holy moly dude, and then it's yeah. nighttime. Like, they fucking yeah. cut out <laughs> goddamn six hours of the day. I'm telling you, there's just, just swaths of this movie that are just unaccounted for. <laughs> this This movie has CTE. Yeah. Also, this is like the lowest stakes Friday movie out of the three, which is crazy because the stakes should get higher and higher. But like the only thing that'll happen if they don't pay their rent is that they'll get kicked out and that Terry Crews will beat them up. Yeah, they'll go back to living with their parents like we started with each of these. In the the first movie, they were literally going to get shot down. Yes. (laughs) Like the death stakes. <laughs> and the second movie, all right, well, this is a bad predicament with some maybe yeah. some unstable fellows. Yeah. Um I am glad that Craig and Day Day do have their own place. Like that's that's yeah. It's nice to know that after all these years, you know they they're able to fucking not mooch. Yeah. Um also I was ready to just take 86 minutes of Mike Epps asking Santa Claus for things in his sleep. I love that everything that he said in his sleep he got at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, did, yeah. You're right. It was a good character arc. I didn't even realize. I, You know what? You're right. I, sh- I shat on this movie earlier for no character development. And technically that's not character development. No, he just got what he wants. Yeah, actually, yeah. you're right. Never mind. Um, I feel like Mike. I feel like Day Day was very different in this movie because he yes. was like he was a lot more like aggressive and I don't know. He me he seemed more anxious and nervous in the in the in next Friday. Like mm-hmm. as soon as he got that whistle, like was that whistle like the one true ring? Because yeah. he like turned into a straight up asshole. Like as soon as he got that whistle. <laughs> yeah, yelling them old ladies, and then um. <laughs> That's about it. And then the getting the number from the lady. <laughs> yeah. It's just they just set they just set up this this stuff and just didn't really put much follow through with it's it. It's just all set pieces. Yeah. It's just all it's just uh, a, wouldn't it be funny if wouldn't it be funny if wouldn't it be funny if You know what this um, yeah. you know what this movie is? It's, it's a fucking episode of Riverside Falls. That's what this fucking <laughs> movie is. Goddamn half baked bullshit improvised by anyway. Um <laughs> I, I that's I wish this movie was half baked, as we were talking about the lack of marijuana earlier. Yeah. Um, right. Also, I was very thrown off. So it did have a, a, a frontal, as it were, where it had some uh, uh, voiceover over uh, a black screen uh, before you know the real credits actually started. Um, but it was just in night before Christmas or whatever, um, mm-hmm. as as they were getting robbed, and then the fight scene with the the. Santa, who turns out to be Ricky Smiley for no reason. Um, though they are chasing him throughout the movie. Um, but then we, it goes into the uh, animated opening credits, like a like as a Rankin Bass like special. Oh, I yeah, love that. Was cool. I love opening yeah. credits. They Very were, the cool. credits were cool. Way too yeah. long, but they I were, liked them. Yeah, they were. They <laughs> went on for absolute ever because they had to pad out the fucking time to get this in theaters. Yeah, and it gave away the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I'll tell you this, it did make me want a Friday animated series, a la the clerks animated series. I, I think that would be just good. I, uh, did not think that that show would get brought up that much in this podcast, but considering who hosts this podcast, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Come on. <laughs> Which I need to find, I need to go through my DVDs and see if I can find my clerks, uh, DVD. 
I can, I can, uh, if anything, I can let you borrow my burned Clerks DVDs uh, from Blockbuster. From I had college. an official, I had, I had an actual got one that I got from either, I either got it from Blockbuster or Suncoast. I think it was Suncoast. Anyway. Um, I liked when, um, when Day Day, or no, when, um, Craig shook, uh, Matt, what's his name? Cat Williams character. Oh, Money, Money Mike. Mike. When he shook Money Mike's hand and, and Money Mike said, not too hard now. <laughs> uh, Cat Williams <laughs> was the MVP of this movie. He yeah, he, 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 he has he has the one of the two lines in this movie that made me laugh. He's like, I'm stuck between a pimp and a hard place. Hard Donna, yeah. man down, eleven thirty, pimp in disgrace. <laughs> oh, and how about this one? Let me check my funny. Palm Pilot. Oh my God! Yeah, that shit made me laugh too. There's three lines in this movie that made me laugh. Yeah, he. He and, and Mike up said the beginning, and then Cat Williams were the only laughs that were elicited from me. Shockingly, nothing from DC Curry, nothing from uh, John Witherspoon. I was very yeah. disappointed. Um, Their uh, one big thing was like the Jones family barbecue. Jones, or yeah, brother's barbecue, so mm-hmm. good, makes me want to slap your mama. Come here, mama. And then. Yeah. And he, That's oh, about that it was for just them. And then the weird. and then the grandma had like PTSD yeah. from getting slapped yeah. from a commercial. She had like <laughs> a, nobody hit, a ain't nobody gonna hit you, mama. <laughs> and then like they did. Then he was. Then uh, 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 Willie was was dressed up as Santa at, like two different times. Um, it was just all so disconjoined and everything. Yeah. Um, we did also have a. I mean, it's not a. Uh, what do you call a a, a, a a retroactive cameo where the, where you recognize the person from something later on? Uh, Are you talking Joel about McKinnon Zero Miller, from Holes? I'm talking about uh, 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 Scully from oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which I would have loved if they didn't name him Detective A Hole. I would have loved to just <laughs> been able to like go down a rabbit hole of that being canonically Scully from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, another one like that was uh, is it zero in holes? But like one of the yeah, kids riding yeah. Uncle Elroy when he's dressed as the kid riding Elroy when he's dressed as a mm-hmm. reindeer. Oh, was the actor who played Zero in Holes, and um, that was one of my notes. I've never seen Holes. <laughs> um, oh, it's good. You gotta watch it. Book was very popular in the fifth and sixth grade, and then I watched the movie, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess this is what the hype y'all y'all hyping this fucking I, book up so much. Sigourney I, Weaver is the villain, I, which is fun. So I just recently learned that. I get that movie conceptually confused in my head um, with Hoot, uh, which is about burrowing owls. So I think of holes, uh, and it starts and and it starts with the H, and it's one word and one syllable. And um, Tim Blake Nelson is the villain in that movie. Hmm. Sounds nice. like Nick's gonna give that a watch. Well, I'm surprised. I he feel like it was Buffett's in that movie as well. He he plays a teacher and does a song I, called Barefoot. Is, is this animated? No, no, no. It's uh, it's live action. It's based off a Carl Hi- Carl Hyacin novel. Hoot. Barefoot. It's old. Yeah. Oh, I. I think it just looked animated because of the poster, but okay. Look at this now. Okay. He's got a five point. Jimmy Buffett's in the trailer. Yeah. He's, (laughs) he's like 
a producer of the movie. I'm pretty sure. We should uh, we should do a one off episode where we cover this. <laughs> I don't remember the movie being that good. Um, we're, well, Buffett's in it, so we got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if Nick, if you want to do like a separate season, that's just like. Buffett, Buffett franchise surprise. Oh my god, we're talking, yeah. we're talking. Rancho Deluxe. Rancho Deluxe. That movie's only available on Prime Video in SD. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're talking arachnophobia. Arachnophobia. We're talking summer, summer rental. rental. We're talking hook. Oh, cutting room I was floor. so scared of arachnophobia when I was oh, a yeah, kid. Oh yeah, hook of course. We got also got um, uh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. The Beach Bomb, yeah. And, um, God, these are Buffett's in a lot of movies. And we can name them all <laughs> off, off of, like that. I love that we could do that. <laughs> name another person whose filmography you can name everything they ran. We can watch episodes <laughs> of uh, Hawaii Five-0 where he plays the character Frank Bama. Yes, that's right. The same name of the character <laughs> in his novels. Um, it's Jimmy Buffett and John Cazale. Those are the two. For real, yeah. And guess what? One of them won a bunch of awards. That's right. It's Jimmy Buffett. Psych. (laughs) He's in Congo as a 727 pilot? He is in Congo, which is on something right now. Um, That movie... uh, I chewed it up recently. The the catalyst for that movie is Bruce Campbell, who gets killed. Spoiler alert for a really old movie. Uh, And a reason that... Uh, Buffett is it's on Paramount Plus Um, the reason why Buffett's in a lot of these movies is because uh, he befriended uh, producer Frank Marshall Marshall in a head shop in New Orleans before either of them were anything and Frank Marshall reminds me uh, uh, did y'all watch Poker Face? yeah (laughs) I haven't seen all the episodes yet did you see the ILM episode? (laughs) With with the with the with oh, uh, Nick Nolte no, playing the Phil Tippett, uh, yo, it's it's character. no, I haven't seen it yet, it's, but I do want to see it. Nick Nolte is Phil Tippett, who Phil Tippett did the 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 models for for that episode too. Yeah, it's fucking Cherry Jones as Kathleen Kennedy, and it's a wild episode when you realize, oh yeah, this is Ryan Johnson who's worked closely with these people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck. It's That's great. Fun. I need to go. I need to go finish that. Yeah, love that show. I'm excited mm-hmm. for a new season. Very excited. Which I think it's funny that Ron Perlman was the big bad of the season, and then the last episode spoilers. Is it spoilers for Peyton? Oh, that's right. I'm not listening. You can say. We'll skip ahead 30 seconds if you're if you don't want to spoil Poker Face. But um, you got Ron Perlman, and then it's Rio Perlman. Rio Perlman, uh, which was delightful. I, uh, yeah, We're good. I hope, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hope they continue on with that uh, the best yeah, yeah, way yeah. they can. Um, yeah. yeah uh, well, this is a much better time to talk about Friday after next. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, poker face, yeah, we should do a poker face podcast. It's just this whole episode is just us talking about uh, what other stuff other we could stuff. be talking about. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that because pretty much this movie peaked at Cat Williams entering in a PT cruiser. Yes, which I sent everybody the picture of Prince in a PT cruiser. Maybe I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I remember. Um, I got a question. Uh, is this around the time the term "D's nuts" was? Um, Widely used because they say D's nuts a couple of times in this movie. Uh, Probably, I, I will. I will um, 
go ahead and, and posit that these nuts has been around for quite some time before mm. uh, 2002. Um, Can we do one of those Google analytics in which we look up uh, <laughs> the usage of these nuts <laughs> when it first originated? You know what? Fuck it. Let's go. What else are we doing? <laughs> Uh, the one, the one line that made me laugh that I, I, I think like my cousin used to, I think it made me laugh because my cousin used to quote it, but it's whenever Pinky has to go to the bathroom and he goes, pee, pee. and it's just the way he says it. And my cousin, <laughs> anytime he had to go to the bathroom, would say that and that's, that's the third line that made me laugh. I'm so glad I looked this up. When did these nuts originate from dictionary.com? <laughs> The first known usage of D's Nuts comes from The Chronic, a 1992 album by Dr. Dre. The actual track is spelt D's with three oh, yeah. E's and Nuts with three U's. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So there we go. So th- if anything, this, this movie is celebrating the 10-year anniversary of D's Nuts. D's <laughs> <laughs> Nuts have been around for 10 years. <laughs> We gotta celebrate these nuts. <laughs> oh, I man. thought it was um, really a missed opportunity when Craig went to use the bathroom, or when Craig's dad went to use the bathroom downstairs. Because I was like, when he was in there, I was like, God, he's gonna tear her bathroom yeah! up. Like, <laughs> like I look, look, look. It's not a Friday movie without John Witherspoon going to take a shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate the respect to the Friday canon that that had. But, like, there's... there's, there's But no follow-through. She's not, she's not coming on to him. She needs, yeah. to, she needs to not be there for she 35 needs to, to 45 minutes. smell that stank, yeah. We know yeah, what I, the, the, the window is. I feel... Well, let, let's, let's punch up this joke real quick. Would it be well, funny? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, that entire character was very troubling. The the landlady, yes. The yeah, her and Damon yeah. were very troubling. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> poor Terry Crews. Ooh. How has this not come up again? Like, like, oh yeah, remember that oh, character this... you played that fucking movie? Maybe, yeah. maybe he just distanced himself from it. But yeah, that's... I, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that was really bad. I, yeah. It it I, I, did I seem <laughs> like he did like put a few years between because I feel like the first memory I have of Terry Crews is as Cheeseburger Eddie in the Longest Yard. The one that I, the, my my first recollection of him besides this was um, as President Camacho from um, Idiocracy, which that was around like two thousand and six, eight, even number year seven, maybe seven. I'll say an odd number. I don't give a shit. <laughs> when was Idiocracy? Was that? It might have yeah. been two thousand eight, two thousand six. Like you said, uh, it two thousand six. Yeah, got it. He got it, baby. I'm not a complete. That fucking sucked fraud. because because it wasn't even just like a stereotype about gay people. It was like a stereotype about people who come out of prison. Yeah, and like it was I bad like in with, a lot of ways. I feel yeah. like with this movie, they were like, we didn't, we didn't hit any other, we didn't hit all the demographics. We didn't yeah. like, we didn't insult everybody in next yeah. Friday. Uh, we got the, we the Latin oh, community well, in the last one. Yeah. Who do we? Yeah. Oh, we gotta get the 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 felons, the ex cons. Yeah, we gotta get felons. We gotta get we gotta get queer people. We gotta get Middle Eastern people. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's it. 
Yeah. That's all who they haven't made fun of in the last previous... Anyway. Oh. Did they ever... Because I, I might have just stopped paying attention, but <laughs> did they... <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Here, did they ever, there was like, nothing to pay reveal... To. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> did they ever reveal who the Santa Claus guy, like, was? Like, I remember seeing his face, but I thought Craig said he sounded familiar or something at the beginning, so I thought it was going to be someone we knew. I thought it could have possibly then, been Ezel from the first movie. Um, yeah. But it was nobody. I don't, it, it was just nobody. No, was and nobody. did they ever give a reason for why he was doing it? He was just, just a just crook. Thieving. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Cool. That's cool. it. <laughs> I will say him cutting a hole in his bandana to drink and eat. Yeah, that's funny. Was the, very innovative. The costume yeah. design <laughs> of it also being a white bandana for the Santa beard mm-hmm. was also very Oh clever. yeah. Yeah. There we go, dramaturgy. There we yeah. go. Well, you know, this. I mean, <laughs> we're shitting on this movie, but this movie did win Academy Award for Best Costume Design. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this was Ruth Wilson, right? <laughs> uh, um, uh, I do think of things, uh, any other things to talk about. I was going to say. 88% of the votes in. Brandon Johnson has a 51.2. Uh, percent of the vote to Paul Vallis is forty eight point eight percent of the vote. Oh my God! Thank I know, goodness. I know we're 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 not there yet, but oh, holy is this some shit. Chicago election shit? Our yeah, mayoral yeah. election. Oh man, I, I let's go, Brandon. TikTok. I saw something like on TikTok the other day for, and I was like, I don't even live there anymore. I'm like, why are you sending me this stuff? <laughs> uh, what was the point of replacing sugar with cookie? Just that joke. Uh, I, think I feel like they, they couldn't, couldn't get the actress or something. Yeah, I feel like they probably couldn't get Kim Whitley. <laughs> she was probably busy. Understandable. Yeah. She was good. She um, was one of the better parts I, of the, yeah. the, the last movie. Yeah. I do think it was funny they made it her sister. I do, th- I, I do think it was like nice that they made an effort to connect her to like sugar. Mm-hmm. From the last movie. It, but yeah. It was, it. it was effort, which was nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, the so the the pimps and hose store that Cat Williams just opened. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I was very happy to that we didn't see any actual like pimp slapping or anything like that. Um, uh, uh, we had a, a, a magic a Bishop Magic Don Juan uh, oh, well, cameo. Th- um, timely. That's. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen that man in two things. This movie and old school. Uh, but. So the store was just like a store for. I, for, I forgot. He's also in uh, Straight Outta Compton, but he's played by a baby. Because uh, it's his origin story. So you see a, a little baby pimp. <laughs> and a lot of all people know that. He's actually younger than Snoop Dogg. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, whatever. The scam wasn't a bad scam. You know. And they would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for Craig and Day Day doing their job. <laughs> yeah. That's the other bad part. Is like they shouldn't have be effectively doing their job.
I'm struggling oh, yeah. guys, to also, talk about this movie. Cla- uh, no, I, I don't know. There's yeah, nothing I don't else. think I have anything else episode. to say about it. It's a short episode. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's, like, it's no fault of our own. We're squeezing this, this, this fruit for every piece of juice that we can. But like, there was nothing in the text for to for us to 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 discuss i i oh oh here's something here's something there's that chase scene <laughs> where there was just those random kids chasing our 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 characters that we do know through the the strip mall um that scene that scene was basically shot for shot the chase scene from all about the benjamins right down to running through a swing set at the same fucking angle and everything awesome but also starring <laughs> ice cube and Mike Epps, which man, Sir Ice Cube, uh, I was. So... Can you imagine if um Sorry. if he was knighted and and we had to call him Sir Ice Cube? That'd be funny, Sir Cube. <laughs> I uh, during that chase scene, I love how um I forget the guy's name, the Holy Moly Donut Shop guy, but um Mastrobroni. Yeah, I don't remember. But he um or the character's name, the character's name. But he was Molly. like talking about uh he's like yeah he's like oh yeah Clyde and Dodo. That uh, misspeaking their names, he called them oh. Clyde and, and Dodo, <laughs> and that made me chuckle. Um, further connections to are Craig and Dayday. Oh, oh shit, okay. that's why. That's oh, fucking funny. Wow. Clyde oh, that's funny. and Dodo. That's that's a funny joke. Um, it's that's great, good. even though you got to kind of explain it. <laughs> Because I too went, oh, he said their names funny. So I don't know if you guys saw the deleted scene that I saw, um, but it does kind of give a little backstory for why Pinky's acting the way he does. Uh, uh, he does an entire uh, Cadillac trunks worth of cocaine before he goes into the park. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's sweating so much. Profusely and screaming. I was like, why is he so hot? <laughs> <laughs> like no one else is sweating that much at the party. There was no <laughs> There's no was 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 Pinky just there to show up to give them money? Pinky bring, to bring some women to the some, party. Bring some women, but which by the way, once he brought those women in, I wrote women once again underwritten. I do. (laughs) If 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 two of those women had spoken to each other, it would have passed the Bechdel test because he did it. it, it, He did introduce each one and gave each one a name. Well, if ifs weren't that is true, he did get through a little Lubega there. (laughs) Oh my God, Lubega! Um, I don't. I don't have. I don't know the lyrics to Mambo Number no. Five, but I damn sure know the WV version in which he sings a little bit of uh, a little bit of Batman swing it in, <laughs> a little bit of MIB shedding skin. <laughs> I wonder how many versions there are of Mambo Number no. Five because he definitely did a Disney version too. I don't know, but I remember like <laughs> WB Saturday morning cartoon one. Like it was like one weekend or whatever. He hosted like he hosted it, and there he was like a version of Mambo Number no. Five in which he was singing about all the cartoons. He was, there's a Pokemon. There's a thing about Pikachu um, in the lyrics. <laughs> Good lord, look it up, it's on YouTube I'll watch it at least twice a week no. A little bit of Pikachu, I choose you <laughs> Something like that, probably Anyway, Lou Bega 
Um, uh, we're, we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here, folks. <laughs> look, look, the last thing that I have... Okay, I have two things left here. Uh, during the party, you could see on like the, the rack by the door, uh, there's a Miami Heat hat uh, on the just, just hanging there. Which, one, I have to assume isn't all about the Benjamins reference, which takes place in Miami, and Ice Cube's wearing a Miami Heat Tim Hardaway jersey throughout the duration of it, because otherwise, in L.A., there's no reason for a Miami Heat hat to be anywhere anywhere um, miami heat hat miami heat hat. heat hat uh also heat hat ho 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 motherfucker ho ho, ho. i'm uh, i think we need to add ho 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 motherfucker to the list along with buster rhymes saying happy halloween motherfucker <laughs> there you go he says trick or treat trick motherfucker. or treat you're right i <laughs> fucked up man That's uh, why I was only on the one episode yeah. What was I going to say? What was the one? Oh, yeah. Chicken and ribs with a soda. six ninety nine. Oh. This is probably good food, too. <sighs> yeah. This really I, seemed like the low rent I would version. eat at that barbecue place, yeah. Absolutely. I did the math, and it's cheaper to eat there than to get groceries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I really do feel like this was like the prototype version of. You say prototype? Um, we talking Lord of the Rings? The prototype. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, that's why the that's why they had that whistle, the one whistle to yeah, the one whistle to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just um, John Cena's first gimmick was the prototype, and so I was just imagining. Uh, fucking um, Elijah Wood uh, in John Cena gear, and that was oh. just very funny to me. Uh, or John I mean, when Cena he puts a ring a on, you can't see him. That's tr- that John Cena's a <laughs> Hobbit. Then that's it. You can't see him. Perfect. <laughs> Set up a typewriter. Um, WWE Films presents um, the Lord of the S- the Wrestling Rings. Um, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say. Why am I talking? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Time. Shut up. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is it felt like the the uh, uh, pilot version of uh, the Sandler thing, where he just like shoots where he wants to vacation with his friends, and this was just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I, I just opened up a barbecue place and I just bought this strip mall. It's not doing too well. We'll just hang yeah. out. Oh, we might as well film a movie here. That'd be fun. I um. I want to talk about some of the names of these places. Like one of them in the background you see is Toys in the Hood. Toys in the Hood. And then there's Weave It Alone, <laughs> which I thought that was very funny. Yeah, Holy Moly Donut Shop. They um, they put all the that, writing. Is it in uh, Paul Blart where they have We was Unbelievable or I think it's Paul Blart. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there's two. There's two of those movies. <laughs> One more and we can do it. <laughs> it's not a franchise unless it's got three. Uh, the Santa Chase was fun. Uh, Mike Epps is the old man with a shotgun. That was weird. That was Mike. I was trying to. Fi- God damn, Mike Epps was so disappointing in me to this movie. Uh, in this movie, to me, um, there was a point where he was literally just m- mumbling jokes. I don't get the point of him because I saw it in the IMDb or something. 
<laughs> well, no, I didn't get the point of him being the old man because I saw it in the IMDb thing. But like, it wasn't a particularly memorable moment in the movie. They, they and didn't the set old the man wasn't really, really that funny. He like, was it wasn't like an shoot. Eddie Murphy yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't set it up. Like, yeah. he comes out of nowhere just shooting a shotgun. They didn't pay it off. Yeah. It I was, thought he was going to be like some si- like iconic character, like one of the barbershop men from Coming to America yeah. or something. But he was just like a footnote. It was weird. It was I, there was just so much in this movie that just stuck out, and it was just weird. This movie kind of feels like, uh, which by the way, first two movies love them. Yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. Uh, I just have to always have to say that when talking about a film franchise. It's like, listen, I love movies in this, but this one, it feels like they were like, all right, we got a shopping, we got a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. We got all our friends. Well, let's just shoot a movie. Yeah. We don't know. We don't need a script. No, that's what I've been saying. It's just like, <laughs> this is the most just fucking pop the trunk production. You said this movie cost 10 million to make. Doesn't feel like it. I, yeah, I don't know what it had that to is. be for to pay the cast, I guess. I think it was to pay the cast and the editor. They, yeah, maybe the soundtrack. I there was some interesting Christmas music. I don't know. Yeah, this was this was a tough one. Who who edited this? Let me look at Who edited this movie? Uncredited. Um, <laughs> no they one. said don't put my name yeah. on it. <laughs> I will do this as a favor. <laughs> oh. This makes sense. Delma Schoonmaker, who edited all Martin Scorsese's movies. She did this. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, that's not, that's, I knew that's the name you were I knew you were going to like pull out a name for a joke, and I was going to no sell it like I did. <laughs> uh, boy, yo, yo, is she doing. Man, anyway, she's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn. Does she only edit Scorsese movies? No, she's done some others. But yeah, I guess she's just like, Marty, you got another one? All right. Anyway, um, three. How long, is it, how long you want the next one to be? Four hours? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in this one? All of them? All of them being uh, De Niro, Pesci, DiCaprio. Who else has he worked with a lot? I don't know. We're vamping. I'm trying to get to an hour. Not really. This yeah, is I was going to say, why? Episode. We could just end this. It's fine. We're, do- We're this doing is, this good. Is, yeah. Hey, look. We, we said what we needed to say. We. we I'm actually going to be able to get some work done tonight. I know. Uh, I'm going to be able to watch another episode <laughs> of Succession. As they say at my as they say at my work meetings, um, we'll give you the this extra time back. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, thanks uh, for the four minutes, Janice. <laughs> I'm gonna be able to continue watching Shrinking. How great is Shrinking? Have y'all watched Shrinking yet? Started it. I haven't, but I heard it's good. Started. It's very weird to see Harrison Ford doing comedy in a TV show. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But here we are. Schmigadoon just came back out tonight with a second season. <gasps> it's restarted. Oh, do you know what they're doing? Yeah, Schmacago. Schmacago. I haven't seen the first I'm season. So ready. I'm not a big dude, musical guy. So it's, like, it's really good. Dude, it's, just, I think you'll like it. Make it to Corn Pudding, and then then if you want to 
cash out, you can cash out. <laughs> okay, I'll uh I'm trying to get my my $7 worth out of Apple TV Plus or however $8 have. Oh, I can I got some recommendations for you. One, get on T-Mobile, you get Apple Plus for free. Two, uh you get MLB TV Plus uh for the whole year too. Three, uh, uh for all mankind. Um a show oh, so yeah, I good. About that. Uh, my mom uh, told me that she had to Google at the end of the first season if that's what actually happened. Um, and then she admitted that to me. Um, don't volunteer that information. You hide that away. Like, shame that it is. Um, you're, talk- you're talking to the dude who had to Google. I looked up how many seasons Bounty Law was on. I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was like, damn, how many seasons did Bounty Law run? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking fake show Quentin dude, Tarantino made up. Dude, she was alive for the moon landing, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little difference there. I appreciate what you're trying to do. Trying to, you know, give Carmen a lifeline here, but nah, man. No, she I was just trying to herself. point out my, my idiocy. <laughs> Your idiocracy. My idiocracy. Thank you. Hey. Um, uh yeah. What I else don't know what else to say. Morning show is uh deliciously trashy. It's like prestige trash. Mm-hmm. Um I started uh, uh uh Jennifer Aniston with the straightest face of all time and the gravitas of telling your most loved one that you have cancer looks Billy Crudup dead in his fucking eyes and says I'm going to get canceled. That's funny. It's fucking incredible. I watched the first episode of Hello Tomorrow because the aesthetic looked cool. I am um, am three episodes into that, and I am interested to see how they write their way out of it because they keep writing themselves in a bigger and bigger hole. Interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Um, But yeah, I'm just trying to take my time with television. I love me some Apple TV Plus, I'll tell you what. There's a uh, documentary series on there. A uh, little nature series called like Tiny World or something like that, narrated by Paul Rudd. See what they did there, and that's good. He's the ant. Oh, he's the ant. He's the ant man. He, he knows all about tiny things. There's yeah. that uh, uh, Richard Attenborough uh, uh, CGI dinosaur documentary on there. That's pretty good. Ooh, all right, write these down. Write these down, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a good documentary <laughs> on there called Boys State. Uh, about basically like theater camp for politicians and it's fucked up and terrifying what um what other thing have i been watching this is uh, this is what this has become <laughs> yeah ca- this is just us talking after we're done it's recording catch up the show. is what it is <laughs> yeah. i just finished kunk on earth that was very good no kunk on earth is fucking incredible it's <laughs> It's and I watch Kunk on Britain too. After that, is which that is, where, is all is on, on YouTube. Netflix? It's on YouTube. Excellent. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Watch Kunk on Earth. You can knock it out in a night. Uh, it's <laughs> it's the same joke, but it just keeps getting fucking funnier. Like yeah, yeah. I can watch the. Uh, I think and it's just from, like, seeing her talk to the real life like experts oh, yeah. is so funny. Yeah. It's 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 Borat for today's times. Um, <laughs> And God, in the medieval episode, the sequence that you pay, yeah, the sequence. I'm not going to even say anything. You'll know it when you watch it. <laughs> Peyton knows what I'm saying. I could, I could fucking watch that once a week. It is, it is, it is a perform. Like each episode has like a big performance piece in it that you don't even yeah, realize yeah. that's what it is until you're halfway through. <laughs> Fuck. 
Oh man. Um, what else am I watching? I'm 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 eight seasons into Always Sunny. I'm uh, almost five seasons into Archer. Um. Uh, I need uh, to pick up Archer back up again because I, I know I, kinda, I left it off after um, I think I got into the the jungle expedition like Adventure Island season. They're still going, man. Really? That's crazy. I I think maybe I left off on Archer Vice or whatever that's that like, season was. That's like when I picked up and left off. <laughs> I was like, ooh, yeah. Vice, I'll tap in for that, and then like yeah, off. Um, um, yeah, that was that was a good season. Um. I am really enjoying Perry Mason. Uh, Perry Mason is fucking excellent. I uh, have had many people recommend Perry Mason to me because I love detective shows. You like would very much appreciate Perry Mason. It is a very good detective show. I haven't watched it, though, because they refuse to use the Ozzy Osbourne song, Perry Mason, as the theme. It's, it's, it would be anachronistic. It wouldn't work. Trust me. Uh, what I will say is I'm just going to name off a few names. I'm just going to name the tracks from the Osmosis album by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> uh, no, just from the Osmosis <laughs> Jones soundtrack. Um, uh, which I, they use I, a I lot. Interested. It's, it's weird. Um, uh, Tatiana Maslany, Lily Taylor. Uh, 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 oh God, what's his fucking name? John Lithgow. Steven Root, Matthew Reese, who I've this is my introduction to, and he's fantastic. So far, you've been listing off my 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 dream SNL cast. Uh, okay, cool. Then also Shay Wiggum, motherfucker. All right, we're watching it. Fuck it. Yes, it. <laughs> I saved Add Shay as the, the hammer. Queue. Shay was my hammer. I love how you fucking save the best for last. Shay Wiggum. I yeah, I just been watching. I've been watching Shrinking, Ted Lasso, Poker Face, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, the, La- have, the Last of Us. Have finally, I mean, obviously, I watched that as it came out. Have either of you watched Paul F. Goldman? On no, Peacock? I canceled mm-hmm. Peacock after Poker Face was over. It's interesting. Very like Windy City Heat vibes. Mm. All right, is that a Perry Mason? Okay. And you got any shows, Peyton? You've been watching since we're doing um, shows. <laughs> I've been watching Yellow Jackets, which is amazing. I need to um, watch only two episodes of this season out so far, so I might rewatch the first season again just to tie myself over until there's more. Um, I'm watching Love Is Blind, which pro- probably neither of you are watching, uh, but trash uh, TV. Um. And yeah, I gotta finish Poker Face. So if we're talking trash TV, uh, I'm having a, a very fun time with this season of Survivor. Um, I wish people would have would stop injuring themselves, <laughs> um, either uh, <laughs> uh, forced, unforced, or otherwise. Um, but uh, there's a lot of, like really interesting. The 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 game mechanics have been better than they've been in the last few seasons, which has been nice to see. And the gameplay as well. We got a showman's for the first time in a while. I'm having a great time. Speaking of great time, is what I'm going to have when we're done with this episode. What a uh, great segue to end this on. <laughs> what do we want to rate Friday after next? Oh, God. <laughs> uh. What's the floor again? So, uh, to recap... Um, it is, it's one through five? One through five, yeah. Okay. What is the one star that didn't like it? 
and then two. No, no, one stars hated it. Two is oh. didn't like it. Two is didn't like it. This is the I old say... Netflix. This is the old Netflix scale. Yeah. <laughs> and also, what I would are we say... rating it out of? Uh, uh, but, out of five. But oh. uh, uh, five whistles. Five. Five uh, fly covered donuts. <laughs> five what? Sorry. Fly covered. Fly donuts. covered donuts. Oh god, we didn't even talk about all the fucking nasty donuts. Ugh. Um, I would well, give we it just two. Did. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we covered it. I would give it two, um, because you know the performances were good and there were some funny mm, lines. Yeah, that's exactly what I rated it. Y'all are, um, but I would it. never ever watch it again. Y'all were. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate generous. it. I didn't like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I want to fall like a one point five. Yeah, is where I want to be. That that's I was I was going back and forth between one point five and two, but I'm gonna go with two just because uh, that I'm stuck between a pimp and a hard place, which is so fucking funny to me. <laughs> we're, we're the whole half a point. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I just I Cat just, Williams just made made this movie. I just recently listened to his WTF that he did, um, which was interesting. Because it sounded like a guy making things up. But also, you know, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But also, that's a lot of shit to have happened to you, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't listened to that. Anyway, MVP um, of the movie. Yeah, MVP of the movie. His episode of... um Atlanta of uh, Atlanta is so fucking good. Yeah, did he, he won an Emmy for that, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, um, I need to. God, that's another show. I need to. I need to. I yeah, watched the first it, two right? seasons. I haven't finished it. Yeah. Anyway, that was Friday. We're not. Uh, we're here's not something rip, you can rip, do. Rip pick franchises anymore. That's <laughs> fucking fair. Uh, honestly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> If you do anything, if you just want to catch like what you know, one very non-canonical standalone episode of Atlanta that I would like. If you were to do anything, push that one up to the front of the queue. Yeah, the, the Goofy movie one, the Goof on the Stoop. Yeah, uh, I thought we talked about this on the podcast. We've yeah. we've we've ran out of so much stuff to talk about on this episode. We're struggling <laughs> that we got to bring up old shit that we've already talked about. Hey, why you got to bring, Don't bring up, up old shit? shit. <laughs> that's the end. Good thing to end it Forget on. the quote that I have here. That's the end. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, next season, we're not doing a draft because um, we're very excited about the new Indiana Jones movie coming out. So we're talking indie, baby. Little, I'm little doing a shimmy that. that no one can see. That's so the indie shimmy. It. It's the indie shimmy. <laughs> Ooh, that's what he does at the beginning shimmy. of uh, Temple of Doom, right? <laughs> yeah. you imagine if Harrison Ford just While got up and started dancing? Goes in yeah. Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't able at the beginning of Crystal Skull. He wasn't able originally to fit into the uh, refrigerator, so he had to shimmy into the refrigerator too. Yeah, it was a callback that all the fans loved. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited about this rundown because we're not just talking about the movies. We're talking about the fucking theme park rides um, slash stunt shows. Hell yeah. And I put in that one smack dab in the middle of the season because you know how we do this. We do it in chronological order. Uh, Yeah. But before then, another Fast movie's coming out. So we got to talk Fast X. Hell yeah. Now, Peyton, are you going to watch all nine Fast and Furious movies, then go see the tenth one? 
to do the episode with us? Or do you just want to go will. in cold? I, maybe cold I will. <laughs> what if I went in cold? And I was like, who is this person? Who's that? <laughs> Straight up, Peyton, the villain for the new ones like, is like a character you don't see from Fast Five. It's like the villain from Fast Five's like, nephew or some shit. I don't even, I've only seen the trailer once. I don't know. The, the trailer makes it look like they were just five feet off screen the entirety of Fast Five. I just love how this franchise, they just like, we gotta fucking get the most minor goddamn dude and bring him back in. <laughs> well, and also the thing I love about this franchise is they are they are they embrace the the yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if yeah they do that? No matter how good or bad this movie is or any fast movie is, they do that better than any franchise going. That's wouldn't why it be I like cool if. If they 100% were like, wouldn't it be cool if dinosaurs were in this? And they fucking did it. Guess what? I'd be I'd be fine. Because I think they would pull it off. And it would be cool if they did that. You so see, you see that the whole family, to. like, using cables. Like, it's a big AT-AT, but it's a freaking, you know, T-Rex. Or something. You're just giving away I know. gold I right know. now. I know. We could be setting up a typewriter, writing this all out. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you want to do that, Peyton, or just going cold, you're more than welcome. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah. So uh, we're gonna take a little time off, but we'll are be we gonna back. do any kind of primer for uh, for F- Fast and Furious? Are we gonna like watch like the last trailer together or something like that? Or I don't know. How would we do that on Zoom? Or we could do that on Zoom, um, but I mean for like content though, you know. As far as like, do we want to like do a Try recap or something? Out. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Trying to How think about what people might want? I'm gonna give Peyton some homework. Okay, sounds good. All right, Peyton. This yeah, is... I'll I'll watch all I'll watch all the movies I, and then you. I'm I'm yeah. serious. You watch all nine of them and then we do an episode in which yeah. we get you to explain the franchise to us. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm actually hey. excited for that. I love I'm this idea for that. that I came up with five <laughs> seconds ago. Excellent. Um, See, and this is why we drag it out to over an hour. Because eventually, <laughs> we fucking eventually strike we some sweet. Gold. We, we, we strike sweet, a little sweet mithril. <laughs> Bring oh, it back to the new line. Lord of the Rings. The house Freddy built. All right, so yeah, we're we'll come back for that episode in which Frodo caps. Oh, I don't even know when this is gonna come out. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll figure it out. But yeah, just keep your eye on the feed if you listen to this podcast, and there'll be a. I think the episode will probably be like free previously on the fast, fra- or maybe <laughs> fast franchise parentheses Peyton. Peyton's version. I don't know. <laughs> Peyton's anyway. Stay tuned. Just stay Peyton's subscribed. Turn. Yeah, stay following. Do it. And rate it. And if you rate us one star, fucking explain yourself. Peyton's Road. Ooh. All right. Um, what are y'all promoting? Uh, yeah, please listen to uh, Queer Movie Night, where I host with Deb Duncan, and we talk about queer movies. Um, and you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm also on letterboxed mm. socials all of them at rich cammy uh see me live at piper's alley with comedy sports friday uh april 14th as part of house party 
and uh, Thursday, April 20th, uh, making my debut with uh, 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 Comedy Sports Minor League as part of uh, uh, League Night. Um, Podcasts, uh, uh, The Blank Slate and Podswoggle. Um, Also, uh, uh, The Whack Pack on um, uh, Twitch and YouTube. And then, uh, finally, um... Uh, oh shit, there was one, what the fuck was the finally thing that I had? Oh, yeah, I haven't plugged this in a while. Uh, uh, eBay user Rich Cammy, go, uh, buy some of my cards and other shit. I haven't plugged that in a while. Yeah, you haven't. Uh, I want to plug, um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, I also want to plug, uh, Shrinking. I also want to, um, just anything Harrison Ford's in, uh, I'd like to promote it, uh, airplanes, learning how to land them safely. I also want to promote <laughs> that too. Uh, fly yes, land no. And follow me on Letterboxd. Um, just look up Nick Lathan. I'll be on there and, uh, you can see what movies I'm watching. Uh, and scream and scream with Nick and Sarah Jean. Uh, that's coming back actually today. We're talking near dark. And um, we mostly talk about, spoiler alert, we mostly talk about Mama's Family. Uh, we both love Near Dark. We just wanted to talk about Mama's Family more for some reason. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. Come back and listen to the Peyton Fast X recap, whatever we're going to call it. <laughs> anyway, and Rip, what's the quote you want to take us out on? Anything's possible with a can of snow. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.